Hey y'all, welcome back as we continue through Leviticus with chapter 14. When we ended with chapter 13, we had determined a whole lot of diagnosis for different types of skin diseases. So as we continue in 14, we learn the priests are given directions as how to provide cleansing from those skin diseases. In verse 1, And the Lord said to Moses, The following instructions are for those seeking ceremonial purification from a skin disease. Those who have been healed must be brought to the priest, who will examine them at a place outside the camp. If the priest finds that someone has been healed of a serious skin disease, he will perform a purification ceremony using two live birds that are ceremonially clean, a stick of cedar, some scarlet yarn, and a hyssop branch. And remember, a hyssop branch is significant for, because it symbolizes spiritual cleansing and purification. The priest will order that one bird be slaughtered over a clay pot filled with fresh water. He will take the live bird, the cedar stick, the scarlet yarn, and the hyssop branch and dip them into the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water. The priest will then sprinkle the blood of the dead bird seven times on the person being purified of the skin disease. When the priest has purified the person, he will release the live bird in the open field to fly away. And at that point, the bird is probably like, woohoo, I'm free. That was crazy, y'all. And the person being cleansed is doing a very happy dance because when a person was thought they might have leprosy in that day, they, it was a very traumatic finding. And to know that they maybe just have a rash and they're actually being cleansed and they're going to be purified from that, they're like leaping for joy, y'all. In verse 8, the persons being purified must then wash their clothes, shave off all their hair, and bathe themselves in water. Then they will be ceremonially clean and may return to the camp. However, they must remain outside their tents for seven days. On the seventh day, they must again shave all their hair from their heads, including the hair of the beard and eyebrows. They must also wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water. Then they will be ceremonially clean. On the eighth day, each person being purified must bring two male lambs and a one-year-old female lamb, all with no defects, along with a grain offering of six quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil and a cup of olive oil. Then the officiating priest will present that person for purification along with offerings before the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will take one of the male lambs and the olive oil and present them as a guilt offering, lifting them up as a special offering before the Lord. He will then slaughter the male lamb in the sacred area where the sin offering and burnt offerings are slaughtered. As with the sin offering, the guilt offering belongs to the priest. It is the most holy offering. The priest will then take some of the blood of the guilt offering and apply it to the lobe of the right ear and thumb of the right hand and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. So remember, seven is the number of completion and wholeness, and oil is the power of the Holy Spirit. So this person is being cleansed and purified by the power of the Spirit, and this person is being set apart to live the rest of their life for God, just like the priests. They, the priests had the blood applied to the lobes of their ear, their hand, and the toe, saying everything they do, say, and everywhere they walk will be 
for the Lord. So the person is being healed, cleansed, and purified, and will walk every day for the Lord. Just like when Jesus died on the cross for us, we are cleansed, we are healed, we are purified, and we walk our days for the Lord from that point forward in our lives. In verse 15, Then the priest will pour some of the olive oil into the palm of his own left hand. He will dip his right finger into the oil in the palm and sprinkle some of it with his finger seven times before the Lord. The priest will then apply some of the oil in his palm over the blood from the guilt offering that is on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest will apply the oil remaining in his hand to the head of the person being purified. Through this process, the priest will purify the person before the Lord. Then the priest must present the sin offering to purify the person who is cured of the skin disease. After that, the priest will slaughter the burnt offering and offer it on the altar along with the grain offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the person who was healed and the person will be ceremonially clean. But anyone who is too poor and can afford these offerings may bring one male lamb for a guilt offering to be lifted up as a special offering for purification. The person must also bring two quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil for the grain offering and a cup of olive oil. The offering must also include two turtle doves or two young pigeons, whichever the person can afford. One of the pair must be used for the sin offering and the other for the burnt offering. On the eighth day of the purification ceremony, the person being purified must bring the offerings to the priest in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will take the lamb for the guilt offering along with the olive oil and lift them up as a special offering to the Lord. Then the priest will slaughter the lamb for the guilt offering. He will take some of its blood and apply it to the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. So here, even if you couldn't afford the first offering, God gives them another option. He doesn't want people who aren't as wealthy locked out of the freedom being offered through this purification and cleansing process. In verse 26, the priest will also pour some of the oil into the palm of his own left hand. He will dip his right finger into the oil in the, his palm and sprinkle some of it seven times before the Lord. The priest will then apply some of the oil in his palm over the blood from the guilt offering that is on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest will apply the oil remaining in his hand to the head of the person being purified. Through this process, the Lord will purify the person before the Lord. Then the priest will offer the two turtle doves or the two young pigeons, whichever the person can afford. One of them is for the sin offering and the other for the burnt offering to be presented along with the grain offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the person before the Lord. These are the instructions for purification for those who have recovered from a serious skin disease, but who cannot afford to bring the offerings normally required for the ceremony of purification. So they have an option to make sure that everyone has the option to be purified and cleansed and healed. In verse 33, we continue on because remember, they also diagnosed different kinds of moles and deemed what to do. So here we have treatment if your house is contaminated with mold in verse 33. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when you arrive in Canaan, the land I am giving you as your own possession, I am contaminate. I may contaminate some of the houses in your land with mildew. 
the owner of such a house must then go to the priest and say, It appears that my house has some kind of mildew. Before the priest goes in to expect the house, he must have the house emptied, so nothing inside will be pronounced ceremonially unclean. Then the priest will go in and examine the mildew on the walls. If he finds greenish or reddish streaks and the contamination appears to go deeper than the wall's surface, the priest will step outside the door and put the house in quarantine for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must return for another inspection. If he finds that the mildew on the walls of the house has spread, the priest must order that the stones from the house from those areas be removed. The contaminated material will then be taken outside the town to an area designated as ceremonially unclean. Next, the inside of the walls of the entire house must be scraped thoroughly and the scrapings dumped in the unclean place outside of town. Other stones will be brought in to replace the ones that were removed and the walls will be replastered. But if the mildew appears after all the stones have been replaced and the house has been scraped and replastered, the priest must return and inspect the house again. If he finds that the mildew has spread, the walls are clearly contaminated with a serious mildew and the house is defiled, it must be torn down and all its stones, timbers, and plaster must be carried out of town to the place designated as ceremonially unclean. Those who enter the house during the period of quarantine will be ceremonially unclean until evening and all who sleep or eat at the house must wash their clothing. But if the priest returns for his inspection and finds that the mildew has not reappeared in the house after the fresh plastering, he will pronounce it a clean house. The mildew is clearly gone. To purify the house, the priest must take two birds, a stick of cedar, some scarlet yarn, and a hyssop branch. He will slaughter one of the birds over the clay pot filled with fresh water, and he will take the cedar stick, the hyssop branch, the scarlet yarn, and the live bird and dip them into the blood of the slaughtered bird into the fresh water. Then he will sprinkle the house seven times. When the priest has purified the house in exactly this way, he will release the live bird in the open field outside of town. Through this process, the priest will purify the house and it will be ceremonially clean. These are instructions for dealing with serious, serious skin diseases, including scabby sores and mildew, whether on clothing or in a house, and a swelling on the skin, a rash, or discolored skin. This procedure will determine whether a person or object is ceremonially clean or unclean. These are the instructions regarding skin diseases and mildew. So that concludes what to do and how to make people and houses clean after being struck with potential diseases. And black mold, we know even today is lethal. And God wants to cleanse us as well as everything that we come in contact with. He wants our whole houses liberated, everything around us, inside us, inside us, outside us, our families. He wants us all liberated inside and out. And he provides procedures before Jesus came for that to happen for his people. And now that we have Jesus, Jesus is our cleanser, our purifier. And he cleanses us and liberates us from the inside out. And everyone around us is affected if we're living our lives for Jesus. So we'll continue on with the purification chapters tomorrow and see what's in store next. I hope you all are having a most wonderful day.